The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, 90, 90. Hey, you guys. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Tack, and with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello, 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 hello. Let's calm down, Dennis. Hey, what? This is the first episode of the new year. Man, I haven't showered since last year. <laughs> I haven't gone to the bathroom. Well, yeah, I have actually. I was dumb. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do here, mm-hmm. Jimmy, as you know. Oh, yeah. We take the episode. Every week. We break it down. Exactly. We lose a bunch of weight and think we can tell our co-host how they need to live and that being out of shape is an embarrassment and very shameful. All for me, the listener. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what that's about. That's weird. That kind of hurts, man. Uh, Yeah, it does. Hurts me more. Mr. Speedo Torpedo over here. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode, we take a look at Dennis the Menace. Season 3, episode 20, entitled Mr. Wilson's Uncle. That sounds like a... (laughs) That sounds like a a safe word. Thing. That's my safe word. <laughs> oh. oh my god! That's, you That's just, so dumb. You just opened up a new inside joke. That's my yep. safe word. <laughs> <sighs> oh. But if you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a lot more funny if you do. Dennis the Menace is available to stream on Tubi TV. It is. So I have some giggling. It's just funny. Yes. <laughs> so how was your week? It was all right. Yeah. How about yours? Yeah, not bad. Um, short week again. You know, we got the holiday, the new year coming up. And uh, it's the new year for our listeners, but it's not for us yet because we're still yeah. back in time. So this is like a time machine episode. Yeah. <clears throat> we're still in. Because we're talking to you from last year. From 2023. Yeah. What's it like in 2024? Do you have flying cars? Do you eat probably food by pills? You can probably like just talk to your phone and it'll do stuff. Oh, it'll do stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it'll misunderstand you if you don't speak clearly enough. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's fun. Yeah, it is. So last week we released our after hour show to the people. Yeah. I wonder how that went. I don't know. Because <laughs> for us, they just released this morning. So, yeah. It's just we didn't want to not release something. And we kind of bit off more than we can chew as far as the, you know, our schedule goes with the hel- with the holidays and stuff like that. So, we didn't want to leave you up to hand. And we thought we'll kill two birds, one stone. And, you know, let's let, let everybody see what the after show is about. Yeah. A boot. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And, uh, I don't know. If you want to hear more, go check out our Patreon and uh, you know, see what it's all about. 
And if you hate it, sorry. Is Julia Cox's fault? It is Julia Cox's fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, do you have any like New Year's resolutions or anything? Um, I need to start going back to the gym. I've been kind of putting it off because oh, really because geez. of my, my work schedule. I get it. Um, I get it. You're Mr. Skinny now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but don't you hate it though? Like, like when you eat healthy and you're like too skinny, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're like, Hey, Tack, I just lost another three pounds and I'm, I'm trying to put weight back yeah. on. I mean, when you have to buy new clothes, cause you're just so small. I mean, <laughs> remember all those clothes I used to have that were so cool. Like 15 years ago, I can wear them again. Yeah. Cool. Jimmy. <laughs> And everybody's like, why the fuck are you wearing that? <laughs> no, what's funny is my daughter was actually disappointed because <laughs> she's like, but I like all your old shirts. <laughs> she keeps mm-hmm. reading the closet, but now the shirt fit me. She can't do it anymore. But um, because I'm on like a, like a swing shift, like I go in at about 11 o'clock in the morning, get out at eight 30. Mm-hmm. If I go to the gym before that, you know, then I'm, I'm kind of cutting into time with the kids and before work stuff. But if I go after work, I'm cutting into family time when I get home from work. So, it's kind of a damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of thing, but I need to yeah. just bite the bullet and go to the gym. But. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really a gym person. I've never really been a gym person, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. go ahead and say, yeah, for 2024, I'm going to the gym. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But Well, I just need to because the doctor, like I keep saying, he keeps threatening <laughs> me. You know, it'll be well, quote unquote to, bad for your health, you know. Yeah, I need to because I'll mafia, die. You know, so. I'm pretty sure he's in the mafia, though. Seriously, <laughs> like. Because he's like, might be uh, bad for your health, if you know what I mean. Whoa. Fuck. Calm down. Jesus Christ. Like, I'm just saying, if you so, eat, continue to eat like this, you could die. I'm like, are you fucking threatening me, doctor? Like, <laughs> I mean, I've heard. It'd be a damn shame if you were to fucking die, wouldn't it? <laughs> you might even uh, lose your toes. It's like, Jesus Christ, what are you into? <laughs> God. You're not, not quite that good of a motivational speaker, are you? Yeah, right. It's like, well, I mean, you got these pretty little kids here. Caitlin, Luke, <laughs> how do you know be that? A damn shame for you to have to say bye to him, wouldn't it? Are you? Why are you looking at my damn. my chart? Or do you have a picture of them in your chart? Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. So yeah. What about you? I don't know. I just I said this last year, and I kind of did it a little bit, but then kind of gave up. I'm just going to concentrate on health. So just overall blanket statement: try to be healthier. I'm going to try mm-hmm. again. Healthier, take two. Um, and I did for a little bit in 2023, but then I kind of fell mm-hmm. out of it again. Yeah, it's easy well, to do. Yeah, and it's not like it's going to start January 1st. No, it's like for the year. So if I don't start until April, then I start going to start, you know, but for the sometime in the year, I'm going to, yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. It is difficult, though. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and pretend like it's not. Sugar. <laughs> Ah, sugar. Ah. You can't have you mean, that. You mean you know sweetener coat it? <laughs> I guess so. I can get Mr. Wilson's uncle <laughs> to come over and do it. <laughs> so, do you have any? Uh, you have any New Year's Eve plans? Any? You have family do anything with New no, Year's Eve? Like a big bonfire? And no. Um, as far as family things go, not that I know of. I don't, um, we didn't do anything last year. So, um, but I don't ever do anything on New Year's. And I think out of my whole life, I've gone out for New Year's like twice in my entire life. Yeah. It's just not, I don't, I'm not really a, 
a partier. I never have been, but mm-hmm. usually me, Megan, and the kids stay up at least till midnight. Yeah. And we're like, all right, night. Yeah. It's 1230 <laughs> or it's 12.05. I'm going to bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, I mean, if you watch any of the, the, you know, my wife likes to work, likes, likes to watch fireworks on TV. I know. Um, Ooh, but they, why does the shows keep going on after midnight? Like nobody wants to see like, you know, fucking Mariah Carey sing some stupid fucking song. Like nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> like it's midnight. Nobody cares anymore. They're all going to bed. Just end it at like 1205. Well, not the people that are there. They want a constant party, which I get. And that's totally cool. But we don't have to air it, you know. Right. But then again, some people are having New Year's parties. Yeah. And maybe they have that on as background music or whatever, you know. Right. We did try one year. We tried to have a Christmas party. And yeah, we invited, I think, like 20 people and like two people showed up. Hmm. So that was the last time we tried to have a Christmas party. Yeah. It's too bad. Yep. Felt pretty dumb. <laughs> but that's all right. So what did you think about Dennis the Menace? What's your eh, it was all right. I mean, I had seen a couple of episodes because it used to be on when me and you were um, younger. Uh, this and Lassie was on back to back on Nickelodeon in the mornings. Yeah. Um, so we, I used to watch it getting ready for school. So I'd seen a few episodes of Dennis the Menace already. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all right. I never cared for Mr. Wilson. Um, <laughs> just, but I think that's the character you're not supposed to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I watched this a lot as a kid too. I don't remember this episode, but. Um, right. But yeah, I watched it a lot as a kid. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, Jay North, who plays Dennis, mm-hmm. I don't remember him being such an over actor and like yelling all of his oh, dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and the way he says things is cracks me up. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I kind of make fun of that in the script later. <laughs> I think he kind of looks like the kid from last year was his name, John Provost. Uh, he kind of looks like him a little bit, just with the blonde hair and overacting. But <laughs> I think he's definitely more of an overactor by a long shot. Was he the only Dennis in Dennis and Menace? As far as I know. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Because I know with Lassie, Lassie got given to somebody and then Timmy became somebody else or whatever. But I couldn't remember mm-hmm. if Dennis and Menace did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, uh, if you're all right, let's go ahead and take our first break. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, w- I don't want to. I don't want to pressure you and yeah. make you feel like you're. Oh, I don't either. You know, being. Uh, yeah. I mean, to make you feel like you know you're being shamed or anything. <laughs> <you know. laughs> all right. So let's go. We take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to get into this and break it down and uh, and all that jazz. With our bad selves. With our bad selves. We'll be back. Hey, Gen Xers. Get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First... Listen to the 80s Weekly Newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. 
Then, listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. Oh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercial. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. Ooh, doggy. Ooh, doggy. That was that was that was that was an interesting break. That was an interesting break. Interesting how? Just you know, it was kind of it was kind of cool, but it kind of made you feel kind of like exhilarated, but at the same time embarrassed. Um, I was I was in the kitchen getting a drink the whole time. What were you doing? Oh, you you weren't looking at Facetime. No, I can't see from the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I was definitely not doing anything embarrassing. Were you were you doing ballet in the kitchen again with your socks? No. Let, okay. It, it definitely did involve a helicopter blade. Let's just say that. Anyway. Um, let's break this down. We got Dennis the Menace, season three, episode 20, entitled Mr. Wilson's Uncle, or a.k.a. <laughs> Jimmy's Safe Word. Yeah. <laughs> let's get into it. Facts about the episode are first aired on February 18th, 1962. Damn. Damn. Written by Bud Gross, man. Ew. <laughs> and Hank Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by Charles Barton. Actually, Hank Ketchum oh. is actually the he's the uh, illustrator for the Dennis Smith cartoons. Oh, really? Yeah. So this, I get. I'm assuming this episode came from uh, one of the. I don't drawings? know. I don't know if he actually wrote this episode or they just like <clears throat> put him on there because he's who he is. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. As a quote writer, <clears throat> I don't know. Anywho, according to IMDb, the episode was written by Bud Grossman. Well, there you go. Mm. Uh, this name may sound familiar to you, Jimmy, because mm-hmm. we may have said his name before. Bud is written for many TV shows, including Three's Company, mm. Three's a Crowd, Different okay. Strokes, Maud. Maud! <laughs> and then there's Maud. That Girl, Get Smart, The Andy Griffith Show, and Jimmy's favorite show about sex robots, Small Wonder. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what my wife called me on a honeymoon. You're <laughs> <laughs> on fire today. This episode, this is actually kind of sad news. This episode was broadcast the day after actor Joseph Kearns, who plays Mr. Wilson, passed away. Mm. He died from a cerebral hemorrhage, which is a fancy word for a stroke, on February 17th, 1962. And this aired on February 18th. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. I guess this episode wasn't very funny, was it? (laughs) (laughs) 
After Leave it to Beaver migrated from CBS to ABC, CBS scrambled to find a hit to replace it. A pilot episode was filmed entitled Dennis Goes to the Movies in late 1958. Hmm. In early 1959, CBS consented to air the program at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday evenings after Lassie. Um, after viewing these episodes, CBS determined that Dennis's antics had to be toned down, lest his actions would encourage children watching the show to imitate Dennis. This is kind of like early, like Jackass. I was just about to say it's kind of like when Jackass came out and you had all these <laughs> morons walking around the mall trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> or like when the Fast and the Furious movies came out and you had all these idiots in the parking lot trying to squeal their tires. It's like, come on, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Yeah, or or kind of like you know um, when like Steel Magnolias came out and like everybody was getting these armadillo cakes, yeah. or when or when when West Side Story came out and all these gangs were walking around snapping their fingers. <laughs> and one gang got too scared and they were all like, "Whoa, Mr. Wilson's uncle!" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Just like that. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, are you ready to fade in? I am ready to fade in. All right. Well, let's we fade in. Scene one. Our story opens up with Dennis's dad, Henry, sitting in his new rocking chair with a pipe in his mouth, reading the newspaper. As he rocks back and forth, Dennis, on the floor behind him, uses the rocker to break open walnuts to eat. (laughs) (laughs) So innovative. And then we're treated to the opening theme. Man, you're right. There's some long ass scenes. <laughs> um, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't the nut just stop the chair from rocking? Like his dad isn't that heavy. Plus, I think he's on carpet, wasn't he? Um, I think so. I don't know. He must have had a lot of kinetic energy going. He must be one. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you have like somebody, the tip of somebody's shoe or something on it, like it won't rock correctly. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's hard to rock it anyways on carpet. So I was really, I wonder how many times it took before, like he caught his fingers in there. Like I was really surprised he didn't get like some stunt kid in there (laughs) to like do it. Cause that's a good point. Unless they weren't. Yeah. Cause they looked like it was really cracking the nuts. Yeah. What I would have done if I was Dennis or producers or something, I'd be like, (laughs) Hey, when it cracks the first nut, you should go, ah, (laughs) 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 Ah, that's awesome. You said nut. <laughs> Crack nut. <sighs> right. Scene two. As Henry sits in the den rocking in his new rocking chair, his wife Alice comes in and asks, well, how is it? Henry says, relaxing, honey. Very relaxing. I can certainly see why that other young fella took one to Washington with him. <laughs> oh, man. Man. You're getting a little ballsy with their political yeah. humor. They both just laugh. <laughs> yeah, I bet. As yeah. Alice picks up the trash from the packaging, she says, I wonder how Mr. Wilson's enjoying his rocking chair. Then all of a sudden, Dennis pops out from inside the box and says, Jeepers, you mean Mr. Wilson got one of these swell boxes too? Henry says, Yes, he has. But he had to buy one of these old chairs to get it. Just then, Henry gets up from his rocking chair. Dennis follows him and asks, hey, where are you going, Dad? 
Henry stops and says, I'm going over to visit Mr. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a political joke. That was a political joke of some kind. That I it get. was a doozy. <laughs> I bet you it killed back in 62, though. <laughs> Were they talking about, wasn't Kennedy in office in 62? Um, not too many. Two, Sixty, I think so. Was Let's he known see. for his rocking chair? <laughs> no. Now I got to look it up. Uh, you know, they should have played music during this scene because then they'd be rocking to the beat. <laughs> uh, this rocker was beloved by <laughs> President John F. Kennedy to relieve back pain from a lingering war injury. Uh, okay. So I guess Kennedy. Yeah. Because he was that young guy. You know, he was cleaning out something in the White House. He's like, honey, look at this rocking chair I found. <laughs> was the other president? Never mind. <laughs> I love how, how they have um, Dennis and Menace playing in the box. I mean, you know what I mean? Because that's such a timeless thing. Like my mm -hmm. kids, my seven, my seven year old still does that. Like, hmm. you know, he's kind of like a cat. Like, he gets something <laughs> big and he wants say. to play in the box. You know? yeah. It's like a cat thing. So. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that's such a cool thing to put into the show. I don't know. It's just one of those <laughs> things that kids do. So. No. Scene three. Over at the Wilson's home, Mr. Wilson sits in his new rocker on his back patio. Mrs. Wilson asks, how do you like it, dear? Mr. Wilson says, oh, Martha, it's simply wonderful. There's nothing like an old-fashioned rocking chair to make you forget your troubles. Then all of a sudden, as if on cue, Dennis shouts from afar, Hey, Mr. Wilson! <laughs> Mr. Wilson says, Oh, good grief. I knew I was tempting fate by saying that. Dennis comes running in through the gate and says, Hi, Mrs. Wilson. She says, Hello, dear. Dennis, with a big-ass smile on his face, asks, How do you like your new rocker, Mr. Wilson? <laughs> Dennis then pulls back on the rocker to help him rock. Mr. Wilson, irritated, says, Dennis, don't do that. I liked it fine until you. But Martha shuts that shit down quick. Mm -hmm. And she says, now, George. Martha now turns to Dennis and says, Dennis, there are some freshly baked cookies in the house. Dennis, with that big ass smile, says, Jeepers, thanks, Mrs. Wilson. And he runs inside <laughs> to go get them. After he leaves, Mr. Wilson says, Martha, you better go along. See that there are one or two left for me. Oh, damn. I know. As Martha heads inside, Henry pops in through the gate from next door. Henry says, welcome to the club, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson says, oh, thank you, Mitchell. I'm certainly glad you talked me into ordering one of these chairs when you did. Henry says, well, you better get your legs in early. Whatever that means. <laughs> you shouldn't change. Duh. Like he wouldn't get his legs in early. Oh, good. Yeah, you better. I don't know. I didn't get that. I don't know. <laughs> Henry goes on. Didn't you tell me that uncle of yours that is coming to visit is an old rocking chair addict? Oh, shit. <laughs> Mr. Wilson says. He's an old rocker. Yeah. <laughs> is it like Alice Cooper or is it like. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Simmons. <laughs> Mr. Wilson says, well, he was Mitchell. However, by now, I'm afraid the poor old fellow won't even have the strength left to rock. Mm. That sounds from that does sound more like. Uh, sounds like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, sounds like Ozzy. Yeah. Henry just laughs at his uncle's possible weakness and misfortune. Hmm. You know, I don't know if Mr. Wilson knows this, but they make locks for gates. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, this is like the late fifties, early sixties. You didn't have to do that shit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, why would he put a rocking chair outside? Um, like if I ever had a rocking chair, it'd be nice to be like on a porch or something like that. Yeah, but he put his out in his yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a patio, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So he's stuck in the grass out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Henry reminds me of Brad from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't really know. I think I saw, I don't even think I've seen that thing all the way through once. Hmm. Well, anybody, anybody who thinks the same thing, email and like, I don't know, send tag a picture or something. Not of you. <laughs> I mean, you can't of you. I'm talking about of Brad from Rocky Horror. Brad and Janet? No, nothing. Okay. Mm. Anyways, it remind he reminds me of her. <laughs> All right. Scene four. Just then, Martha comes out and says, "Oh, George, I'm sure he's not that feeble." Mister Wilson says, "Why, Martha?" I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. When the poor old soul visited us four years ago, he was so weak he had to lie down between checker moves. Okay, time out for a second. Why the fuck didn't they visit him then? <laughs> Like, why would you make this poor guy travel all this way if you know he's that feeble? <laughs> he's like, well, I'm going to try to come visit you, youngster. He's like, can you make it? I don't know. My sciatic is, you know. Okay, cool. See you then. <laughs> I may have a heart attack on the way. Okay, we'll try to have somebody call us. Um, <laughs> Henry once again thinks that's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> Henry is a fan of old weak man humor. <laughs> Mr. Wilson goes on. Well, anyway. We figured the least we could do was invite him to stay with us for a couple of months. Henry asks, when are you expecting him? Mrs. Wilson in a Blanche voice says, we don't know. His wire didn't exactly say. Mr. Wilson says, oh, Uncle Ned is like that, Mitchell. Why, we don't even know whether he's coming by plane or the train or the automobile. <laughs> It's the movie. It's a good movie. I like it. Yeah, okay. Or motorized wheelchair. Oh. Once again, you guessed it. Mr. Wilson knows his audience <laughs> and makes Henry laugh. <laughs> laugh some more at his uncle's expense. <laughs> and he's just like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Oh, How else is he weak and he sucks? <sighs> just then, what frail. Watch Henry. When he gets here, I'm going to hand him a jar to open. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to drop a pen and be like, can you catch it? <laughs> just then, frail old Uncle Ned walks in behind them carrying a suitcase. He says, guess again, George. I came by bus. Henry says, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bus. Come on. <laughs> Mr. Wilson jumps up from his rocker and says, Uncle Ned, and runs over to greet him. Oh, Martha God. runs over and gives him a hug. Mr. Wilson goes for the cool, how you doing? Handshake. <laughs> As Uncle Ned shakes Mr. Wilson's hand, Mr. Wilson winces in pain from Ned's grip. Ned says, oh, 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 there I go again. I am so sorry, George. You know, I'm afraid I don't, I don't know my own strength. Martha checks Uncle Ned out again and says, I can't believe it. You look wonderful. Oh, shit. That's the way she, that's the way she said yeah. it with her eyes. Yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Wilson checks him out too and says, Uncle Ned... You are the picture of health. 
And I, I swear I heard him add a little, mm. I, I think I heard him say <laughs> That's that. That's his uncle, Jimmy. That's disgusting. Hey, it's her uncle on lawn. <laughs> Ned says, oh, this is nothing, George. Wait till you see me with my shirt off. Oh, shit. And then he winks at Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wilson just look at each other in shock. Mr. Wilson says, but the last time we saw you, Ned nods and says, mm-hmm. I remember it well. I was a 98-pound weakling, but I got interested in physical fitness, so I threw away all those silly pills of mine, and now I stand before you, a living example of what the true joy of fresh air, good food, and hard exercise can do for you. I get it, Jimmy. Jesus. <laughs> uh, you should see me with my shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, home when he first came in the gate, homeboy's creepy as fuck. I don't know what the hell kind of face they had him making, but it was creepy as hell. I, I managed to pause it right then because I was I was typing and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh my god, this guy's creepy. So yeah. Um why does Mr. Wilson make such fucked up faces? <laughs> he does that? Yeah, yeah. He makes a lot of like like, oh, uh, 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 like is he's he an like old stage actor or something? <laughs> Probably. He looks like he's from vaudeville or something. <laughs> Maybe. Scene five. As they continue talking, Martha checks her manners and says, oh, I'm sorry, Henry. She turns to Ned, puts her hand <clears throat> on his arm, smiles and says, Uncle Ned. Oh, shit. Uncle Ned. Oh, shit. This is, um, uh, I don't know, neighbor guy. Um, Henry, <laughs> Henry Mitchell, our <sighs> next door neighbor. Henry shakes his hand, but winces in pain as well. Uncle Ned says, oh, I am so sorry. Dennis walks out next and says, boy, fresh cookies sure go fast, don't they? <laughs> Martha says, Uncle Henry, this is Henry's son, Dennis. Uncle Ned shakes Dennis's hand and says, Henry's little boy, Dennis. Now, here's a young man who looks as though he had plenty of fresh air and good exercise. Mm -hmm. Dennis asks, are you the Uncle Ned who's sick all the time? Henry, a little embarrassed that Dennis asked that, shushes him. Ned says, I was that Uncle Ned, Dennis. But I know. But now I'm the Uncle Ned who's going to outlive all his relatives. He then interestingly looks at Mr. Wilson and says, oh, no offense, George. Oh, shit. Like, that's part of the script. Damn. A little foreshadowing or mm -hmm. five shadowing much? <laughs> <laughs> Martha, trying to finally end the scene, says, all right, let's get you settled, Uncle Ned. As Mrs. Wilson walks off, Ned says, oh, that's very thoughtful of you, Martha. But then turns around and sees Mr. Wilson's rocker. <sighs> Ned says, George, I see you got yourself a rocking chair. <laughs> Mr. Wilson looks at it proudly. Ned adds, Oh, I gave mine to a home for old folks <laughs> as they turn to walk inside to finally end the scene. George fucking offers to take his bag inside. Ned stops him, insists and says, oh, relax. I could carry you and this bag up those stairs there. Oh, shit. I know. As he's walking inside and finally about to end the scene, fucking Dennis stops him. For the love of God! <laughs> exactly. And says, gee, you sure are full of pep, aren't you, Uncle Ned? Ned leans down to Dennis and says, Dennis, if I were any peppier, I'd be jet propelled. Say, speaking of jet propelled, have you ever... Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Have you ever heard of the Speedo Torpedo? Really? My God, what a specimen. Looked way better than anyone else, even if they have lost weight. Really tight? Really? Really. Hmm. Anywho, Ned finally walks inside, which ends the scene. Oh, wait. Nope. Sorry. Henry's still standing outside with Mr. Wilson. Dennis says, so that's your sick old uncle? Mr. Wilson says, why, I don't believe it. Hmm. I like how Mr. Wilson's kind of passive aggressive, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I got, I got legit curious about this, right? I started wondering if the guy that played Mr. Wilson was gay. Because I'm getting a, a serious gay vibe from Mr. Wilson through this. Right? Okay. And so I looked it up and uh, there was a couple of posts and forums and stuff that all but confirmed that he did live with his quote unquote partner and that he was gay. Hmm. Um, but it's just, to me, it came across really strong on this. I don't, I don't know if it did for you, but. I never really thought about it, but now that you mentioned something, I do kind of pick up a. Yeah. Like certain reaction he does, he does the, like the jazz hands, like. You know, that kind of thing, the way, you know, I don't know. Just like, so all gay people do jazz hands. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we'll have to talk to someone here after the show. I don't have a friend of the show. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like, I like, like watch it again if you have to or whatever. And think about it from that angle. And it's, yeah, it's to me, it's pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah, it, now that you said it, but yeah. And I, I find it interesting, this time period in history, like, that wasn't nowhere near as accepted as it was even 30 years ago. So, right. for him <laughs> to be that obvious about it, I'm surprised he didn't get, you know, hmm. get flack for it. So. so, the line where he says, I outlive my family members. So, as we know, <laughs> Mr. Wilson died in 62. And right. uh, Edward Everett Horton, who plays Uncle Ned, he died in 1970. So I mean, kept his word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but Dennis is laughing at all of them. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> scene six. <clears throat> and just as you think the scene is about to end with a joke, fucking Ned walks back outside <laughs> again. God damn it. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> Seriously. God. <laughs> this is so frustrating. He says, George, can you bring those barbells inside, if you will? And then he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wilson looks down and asks, barbells? Dennis says, maybe they're in here, Mr. Wilson. Dennis points to, <laughs> Dennis points to what looks like barbells. Imagine that. Wrapped in a cloth. <laughs> Mr. Wilson bends down to pick them up, but struggles with no avail. Mr. Wilson gives up and says, great Scott. <laughs> Just like Doc, Doc Brown. Uh -huh. They must weigh a ton. Henry says, here, let me help you, Mr. Wilson. Henry now bends down to pick him up with Mr. Wilson, but they both struggle quite a bit, but do eventually get it off the ground. Henry says, oh, they really do weigh, don't they? <laughs> Dennis, trying to, <laughs> Dennis trying to hold on to the smallest portion says, maybe I can help you, dad. Henry just shoes him away. Now with the weight hoisted by both men, they finally head inside, <sighs> which ends 
the scene. Nope. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> Fucking Ned walks back out again and says, I was wondering if you two youngsters were having a little trouble here. Ned now grabs the barbell with one hand and says, here, let me take that. That's it. Dennis says, wow. Don't you wish you could do that, dad? <laughs> yeah, that's the oldest gag in the book. <laughs> yeah. At least they did a decent job acting like they were trying to lift it. Because usually you can just tell that it's like yeah. cardboard or whatever. And they're trying to act like it's heavy. <laughs> so cardboard. Man. Scene SML. Mm. Still standing out back, of course. Uncle mm. Ned looks at Henry up and down and says, you could use a little meat on those bones, Henry. Mr. Wilson says, is he talking about docking? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Is about wanting his meat on his bone? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Wilson says, you know, Mitchell, you could at that. Dennis adds, you know, dad, <laughs> you know, dad's got skinny legs. Henry, offended by Dennis's comment, says, never mind, Dennis. <laughs> Uncle Ned now turns to Mr. Wilson and says, now, George, Mr. Wilson says, huh? Ned looks at him up and down and says, Oh, it's enough to make you want to cry. Mr. Wilson asks, why? Ned straight up says, well, look at you. Damn. You've seen a mirror, right? Like, you know Damn. what that is, right? You, do you like what you see? Seriously? Like, you look in the mirror and you're like, really? Like, got pasty coloring. Damn. Stomach sticking out far. Red hair. You probably That's need a haircut. Up. Yeah. That's fucked up him to look at that. I mean, <laughs> for what? all the world to see. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wilson, offended by this, says, well, now, Uncle Ned. But Ned shuts that shit down and says, oh, the shame of it. Mm-hmm. Next, fucking Martha comes out. For the love of God! Exactly. Jeez. <clears throat> Ned turns to her and says, why, Martha, how could you let your husband go to the pot like this? <laughs> Martha, just trying to come out and help end the scene, says, oh, well, I... <laughs> I Ned goes on. Oh, I tell you the condition he's in. Why he's taking years off his life and life off his years. That's deep, man. Right. Martha now concerned for her husband's well-being says, oh, dear. Do you really think so? <laughs> Dennis says, you know, because, you know, Uncle Ned's had pro a few months of like physical fitness. So now yeah. he's like a pro. So don't you hate people like that? Yeah. Like they, they have a few months of being healthy and all the, th they keep talking about that shit and they won't let it fucking go. I know. Right. <clears throat> Dennis says, gee, maybe you better sit down. Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson says, Oh, Dennis. He turns back to his uncle and says, Uncle Ned, I assure you, I never felt, but Uncle Ned interrupts and says, I know, George. Now, don't you worry at all, because fortunately, I think we caught you just in time. Mm. Ned turns to Martha and says, Martha, after I put your husband through my Uncle Ned concentrated joy of living physical fitness program, I think you're going to have yourself. Oh, Jesus. I think you're going to have yourself a speedo torpedo. Hmm. You watch. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you watch now. And then the scene finally ends. Wow. Okay. Um, they look the same size to me. Like Uncle Ned yeah. doesn't look that much smaller than 
than Mr. Wilson? Like, well, I don't know about smaller, but he doesn't look any more fit. Not at all. So, um, my mom, because he had mentioned pasty, my mom was noticeably pasty when she had her heart attack, like before that. Yeah. But we didn't realize until after she had open heart, open heart surgery. When I went in there, in comparison, like she went from being like a like a tan color <laughs> to actually having like pink in her face. But, hmm. So I didn't realize like, when he says pasty, like there's something to that. Like that's a legit thing. Hmm. So <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. So that old man don't give a fuck about body shaming at all. Nope. <laughs> I mean, would you? I mean, what? <laughs> this is kind of like those ex-smokers. They go around and preach to others about the dangers of smoking. After they've quit for like a month, they're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you should stop smoking, right? That'll, those will kill you. Like, and then you go in their bathroom and it fucking stinks in there like cigarettes. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> Scene eight. The next morning in Mr. Wilson's master bedroom. Mr. and Mrs. Wilson are fast asleep in separate beds. (laughs) (laughs) It's 6 a.m. as Ned sneaks into the bedroom. He tiptoes over to Mr. Wilson's bed and says, George, George, wake up. Mr. Wilson wakes up and says, my name is Darth Vader. No, (laughs) sorry, from Back to the Future. Mr. Wilson wakes up and says, oh, Uncle Ned, what is it? Ned says, it's time for our early morning calisthenics. Mr. Wilson goes to get up and says, oh, all right. He stops <laughs> suddenly and asks, are callous what? Ned says, shh, you'll wake up Martha. Mr. Wilson looks out the window and says, why, great Scott, it's still dark outside. <laughs> Ned says, of course it is. It's only six o'clock. Mr. Wilson gasps and says, six o'clock? Oh, now look, Uncle Ned, I know you mean well, but I'm not feeling very good. Maybe next week. Mr. Wilson turns back over in bed to go back to sleep. (laughs) Ned, not taking no for an answer, says, oh, come on, George. Rise and shine. He then pulls the covers off of Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson says, oh, don't do that. I'm cold. (laughs) Ned says, now let me tell you something. When you get those sluggish vital organs exercising in the early morning air, you're going to feel entirely different about this. Come on, come on. I'll meet you downstairs. Mr. Wilson finally gives in, sits up in bed and says to himself, and he used to be such a nice, feeble old man. Mm -hmm. He then gets out of bed. Meanwhile, Martha lies in bed, smiling and pretending she's asleep. Kind of like when the baby's crying. (laughs) Oh my God. It's terrible. (laughs) Like you never done that. No, I did not because we had a system that was pretty foolproof. Because when my, when Randy was a baby, and needed to be, you know, fed every few whatever. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we did. We took turns in each other every other night. So one night it was her night to get up every time. The next night was mine. So we never had to fake it. <laughs> so you never had the feeling that she faked it. She don't listen to the show. You can say it. She what? So you never had the feeling like she faked it at any time. It doesn't matter because if it, it was, if it was her night to get up, she got up. Damn, so you'd let the baby cry is what you're saying. You're like, <laughs> no, Fuck that. I think no. I killed that baby to cry. No, it wasn't like that. It was like, I don't hear no baby. You know, and she's still laying there. No, she would get up as soon as the baby started crying. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. Hmm. Hmm. I thought it was weird that when Ned went into the bedroom, he opened the top drawer and pulled something out and sniffed it. I don't, I don't know what that was, but I thought and that especially, was weird. Well, especially what was weird about it was it was Henry's dresser. <laughs> 
<laughs> Henry's dresser in Mr. Wilson's house. Or Mr. Wilson's dresser, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Hmm. I wonder if, if Uncle Ned's related to Emma well Emma Nelson. Who's Emma Nelson? <laughs> what? Our our listeners are gonna be so disappointed. Emma Nelson? Yeah. Like from the Nelsons? Like Ozzy and Harriet? No. <laughs> you sure you got that right? I th- I'm pretty sure I do, yeah. Alice's sister? Oh, oh, oh. Like, because she was all, yeah, I thought about this, that episode too. Because she was all tell. about working out. <laughs> but that was her name, Emma? Yeah. <clears throat> I guess so. Damn, it's hmm. been a long time. He must, uh, Mr. Wilson must snore. And she was smiling awfully big to see him get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> Yeah, she probably figures I got a good like two, maybe three hours of sleep, good without him fucking snoring. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that or she uh, she agrees and thinks that he needs to lose some weight. She's tired yeah. of his fat ass. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he would like get naked and be like, "All right, it's sexy time." You remember <laughs> what our safe word is? <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Oh God, no, no." He's like, "Who wants a piece of this? Uh, just a piece, because I can't. I literally can't handle the whole thing." <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously look how big i am you'll kill me scene nine next over at the mitchell residence dennis escorts uncle ned up the stairs dennis says and then he said he didn't want to do it <laughs> uncle ned asks he did eh well we'll just see about that just as they're about to knock on the master bedroom door dennis looks at ned and says jeepers uncle ned you're about the bravest person I've ever met. Ned, not giving a fuck at all in any way, <laughs> knocks on the door. <laughs> no answer at the door. Ned calls out, are you up, Henry? Inside the room, Henry and Alice wake up. Henry, in a daze, turns to his wife and asks, was that you, Alice? What is that? <laughs> Outside the door, Ned says, Henry, it's jolly Uncle Ned, your joy of living physical fitness instructor. Inside the room, Henry and Alice jump out of bed. Henry says, I don't believe it. Alice gets out of bed and says, I'll wait in the bathroom while you talk to him. Alice then runs into the bathroom and closes the door. Dennis says to Ned, boy, I'd rather wake up a mean old bear anytime. (laughs) Ned knocks on the door again. Henry says, come in. Hmm. So, so he didn't want to wake up Alice. But, like, fuck Dennis's mom, right? <laughs> well, Dennis's mom is Alice. Oh, You're is Alice? About Martha. Okay. Yeah, Martha. Yeah. He didn't want to wake up Martha, but fuck Alice, right? Like, Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. you're going to wake up Martha. He's like, hey! Henry! <laughs> like, God, really? God. Um, dude, my yeah. dad used to wear sweatsuits exactly like that. Like, on days where he had to go to work and it was cold, he wore that same fucking sweatsuit. It was crazy. Um... <laughs> Why the fuck is he in Dennis's house? Why wouldn't he just say, hey, Dennis, why don't you go inside and get your dad? Why He just met him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, because well, Dennis just said he, he'd rather wake up a, a bear than wake his dad up. Well, did his dad even agree to this? It doesn't sound like he did. No, he didn't at all. Then what the fuck? Like, so um, it might have been like, hey, is your dad up? No, he's sleeping. You want you to wake him up? I'm not waking him up. You go wake him up. <laughs> you know why is Dennis awake? Because he's a kid. I don't know. Um, why are you why all sweaty? I'm a teenager. 
<laughs> so Alice must have a nervous stomach or something because <laughs> as soon as I get startled, she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Like she runs it's like, yeah. damn, really? <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because like Dennis even later talks about this too, about waking his dad up. How he's too afraid to wake his dad up. Right. I don't know. Henry to me doesn't seem like somebody who would be like, God, God damn it, Dennis. You the fuck, you don't fucking wake me. You know, he didn't seem like that type, you know, like he would be threatening yeah. in any way. You know? Cause he doesn't get punished for waking him up early in the morning. Like, why the fuck did you let us? I don't know who the fuck this is. We just <laughs> met him yesterday. I don't give a shit if Mr. Wilson's uncle or not. I don't know who the fuck he is. Um, <laughs> scene 10. As Dennis and Ned walk in the bedroom, Dennis greets his father with an annoying, hi, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Ned follows it up and says, good morning, Henry. My, you are a sleepyhead, aren't you? (laughs) Henry says, Uncle Ned, I'm not very good at exercises this early in the morning, so uh, I don't see why, but Ned shuts that shit down quick Mm. when he says, oh, you don't, eh? Oh, you are uninformed, aren't you? <laughs> don't you realize that your own president has said that we are a nation of unexercised push-button softies? Oh, shit. Henry thinks about it for a second, but then says, well, that's all very interesting. But Ned interrupts and says, oh, come on, Henry. Come join us. And I guarantee that in no time at all, you will find yourself with more bounce to the ounce than, than you ever knew you had. Ned then takes Dennis out of the room for Henry to get ready. Hmm. After Ned and Dennis leave, Alice comes back out of the hiding, out of, you know, taking a shit, you know, in the bedroom, <laughs> in the bathroom. She takes a robe off and then climbs back into bed. Henry says, Alice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, no, her bed. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Henry says, Alice, that old man's nuts. A real nut. Alice says, You want a real nut? Why don't you come over in my bed? <laughs> I'll give you a real nut. You yeah. over my twin bed. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't say it. She said she I'll give you twin shit. nuts. Yeah. Uh, nah. She said it with her eyes. Oh. <laughs> Alice just laughs and says, I don't know, Henry. He might be right. Alice then turns on him and asks, don't tell me you get enough exercise riding around in that little golf cart of yours every two weeks. Henry, now seeing where his own wife's loyalty lies, Mm -hmm. takes his glasses off, oh shit, and says, Alice, I have no intention of going out there. Alice, Mm. now playing dirty as hell, says, do you want your own son to be ashamed of you? unless it was transformers yeah. after all <laughs> mr wilson is going to do it henry says mr wilson's related to that old the old man fuck <laughs> yeah right <laughs> alice says oh why don't you just do it this once henry what harm would it do henry thinks about it puts his glasses back on and says all right i'll go out there just once but i ought to have my head examined Hmm. Alice says, well, if you get in better shape, I'd examine it a lot more. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Alice is fucking ready, dude. Yeah. Henry then gets up out of bed as Alice lies back down with a smile on her face. Mm. And she opens up her nightstand drawer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I didn't get the as reference. She, as it cuts away, you hear like, like a, I don't know. Yeah, it's it weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm. like a vacuum? She know. says something about batteries. 
<laughs> Back then, you had to plug him into the wall. Mm, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm guessing that Alice's vacuum cleaner gives her tons of exercise all day. Probably that, and you know her soaps. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Mm, interesting. I think this is back when, you know, women weren't allowed to have pockets and were expected to be small and frail. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just, the idea was just don't exercise, just don't eat. I want you weak as possible. So you have to have me around. Thinking Ozzy and Harriet was, Harry was on fucking, she's on a fucking stepladder and heels. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can break your ankle that way. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, honey, can you open this for me? And it's just like bread. Wow. You really are weak. Okay. <laughs> next we see henry mr wilson doing jumping jacks out in the backyard as uncle ned counts them off dennis stands by his helper uncle ned says one two one two and stop henry and mr wilson stop the exercise uncle ned walks over and says now men we're going to fill our lungs with this good clean fresh air all ready now breathe deeply in Everyone takes a deep breath and holds it. Ned now says, and out. Everyone exhales. After he repeats this process again, Mr. Wilson coughs and says, I think a lung just collapsed. Dennis says, jeepers, Mr. Wilson. (laughs) It's a good thing you have two of them, isn't it? Mr. Wilson sarcastically says, yes, it's peachy dandy, Dennis. Oh, you're right. He is gay. You're right. Yeah, right. Peachy dandy. Yeah. Ned, not even close to stopping, goes on. Now that you two have loosened up, we're going to try a test or two to find out precisely just what condition you men are in. Mm. I have appointed Dennis here as my assistant, as he is obviously in tip-top condition. Dennis, all jazzed about the promotion, says, I'm an assistant. Did you hear that, Dad? I'm an assistant. Mr. Wilson, I'm an assistant. Where's Mrs. Wilson? Mrs. Wilson! Mrs. Wilson! I'll get mom's in the bathroom again. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Mr. Wilson shuts that shit off quick, but not quick enough when he says, Yes, Dennis, I heard, I heard. Ned, ready to continue on, says, All right, Dennis, this way. He takes Dennis over and says, now here, this is my exercise chart. This is a pencil. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little fun here. <clears throat> now, here, <laughs> now here, this is my exercise chart. This is a pencil. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> I even have my mic on mute because I always hear me laughing. Oh. Right, here we go. Yeah. All right. And this is my whistle. And then he points to his crotch. (laughs) Oh, man. He hands Dennis a notepad and puts his whistle around his neck. Damn. Oh, God. (laughs) What's a lovely girl like you doing here alone on the island of love? (laughs) Ned goes on. Now, I want you to keep track of everything that happens, and I'll need you to put it in our official record. Dennis shouts, you can count on me, Uncle Ned. Dennis then runs over to Henry and Mr. Wilson with just a little bit of a power trip. He blows Uncle Ned. (coughs) Sorry. He then blows Uncle Ned's whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Henry covers his ears and shouts, Dennis, don't do that. Ned says, now, George, 
I want you to get down and see how many push-ups you can do. Once Mr. Wilson gets down, <laughs> there's just no joke here. Just <laughs> it just made me funny. Once Mr. Wilson gets down, Dennis bends down to him and shouts, All right, Mr. Wilson, you ready? Begin. Dennis then counts off as Mr. Wilson does his push-ups. One, two, three, four. By the time Mr. Wilson gets to four, he grows tired and is only pushing up the top half of his body. Dennis notices this and says, hey, Mr. Wilson, your dick still rested on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Wilson says, stool pigeon. Oh, shit. (laughs) So I'm confused. I thought Ned exercised. (laughs) <laughs> no, he just likes to make others do it. Huh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is his idea of like working out with him. Like, no, I don't do nothing. You, I tell you what to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, it's. I think it's funny that homeboy still tracks his shit with paper and pencil. <laughs> That's fucking shit, old. What a loser. Like, who does that shit anymore? Um, but also, Mr. Wilson was humping the shit out of that ground, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's working going to town. He's he must down. love his grass because he's humping the shit out of that grass. <laughs> I felt kind of bad that the, I mean, in hindsight, knowing like what happens to him, I felt bad that they're making him exercise through this episode. I mean, I know, <laughs> spoiler alert, some of it's like a stunt double, but still, like, if he was <laughs> in that kind of condition, it kind of sucks that he was being forced to exercise. And I'm glad we're not doing any tasteless jokes about it, Ty. <laughs> Yes, there will be no tasteless jokes about that in this no, episode. That's fucked up. <clears throat> so, did Ned get certified as a trainer? I'd question that shit. I think he probably did in the same sense that some people are certified doctors of like crystals and shit. Like, oh yeah, like essential well, he oils got it off the and internet. shit. Like, I'm an ordained minister, so me too. <laughs> there you me go. Me too. So, hmm. Me too, my son. Yeah, exactly, <clears throat> brother. Hey, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Scene 12. Next, Dennis is on the ground counting off his dad's push-ups. Four, five, and after five, Henry collapses onto the ground in exhaustion. Ned crosses his arms and says, well, I see no need for any further tests. All right, men, on your feet. Mr. Wilson stands up. Ned goes on. All right, put your hands behind your head. We're going to do some... But then notices that Henry is still lying on the ground. Mm. Ned says, Henry, Mr. Wilson walks over and looks at him still out cold. Mr. Mm. Wilson says, well, he's either asleep or had a cerebral hemorrhage. (laughs) Too soon, Jimmy. Too soon. Okay. It's only been like like a minute since you said we weren't going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis, now a little concerned, says, Dad. Dennis now squats down and listens. He hears that Henry is snoring. Dennis stands up and says, yep, he's asleep. All right. Ned says, well, you're my assistant. Wake him up. Mm-hmm. Dennis says, aye, aye, sir. But just as he's about to blow Uncle Ned. <coughs> <coughs> sorry. Just as he's about to blow Uncle Ned's whistle. Oh, oh you yeah. had it too then. You had a yeah, right? Yeah. Scratching in your throat. There. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He stops short. <laughs> short. Dennis says, uh, on second, what's Nothing quiet. <laughs> on second thought, here's your whistle back, Uncle Ned. You wake him up. You blow your own. <laughs> I'm not blowing it. You blow it. Uncle Ned blows his own whistle loud enough to wake, to wake the dead. 
but no response from Henry as he snores away. Oh, shit. So at what point do you call 911? <laughs> I think it's three whistle blows, I think. Is that I what it is? Okay. Is this what you were like at your swim practice? Just curious. Uh, I didn't get that far, but it was close. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You make it sound like you got all the way to the other side of the fucking pool. That's what you make it sound like, but it's not. <laughs> all right. Well, this is where we take our next break. So Uncle Ned seems to be overworking Henry and Mr. Wilson, mm. all because an elderly man decided he needs more exercise. Will they get healthier? Will this kill Mr. Wilson after the episode? Oh, you told Sorry. me not to do that. Too soon? Uh, you right. said it was too soon for me to. <laughs> we'll be back. movie fans have you ever wanted just one more adventure from your favorite film heroes ever imagined an alternate entry in your favorite movie franchise that didn't suck then sequel quest is the podcast to make your wildest cinematic fantasies come true every episode adam jeff and jeremy pitch imaginary sequels prequels and reboots to your favorite movie franchises like et the extraterrestrial cult classics like surf ninjas and the monster squad famous flops like Jupiter Ascending, how about a third Tim Burton Batman film or getting back on the ice with the Mighty Ducks? With over a hundred episodes in our archives, you'll definitely find a favorite as the SQ crew reminisce about the films and find creative, cool, and wacky ways to continue the fun on the silver screen. Sequel Quest is presented by the Retro Network and can be found on any of your favorite podcast apps. Just search Sequel Quest and prepare yourselves for fake movie fun at its finest. And we are a back. Ooh, doggy. Ooh, doggy indeed. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was a good break. That was, that was exhilarating, yet it was relaxed. You mm. know what I mean? Did you lose like, you know, the pound or two on break? Uh, probably? No, I probably didn't. I was probably like more like two pounds. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Well, it sounds like you may have, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That's gross. So anyway, so New Year's is coming up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's already happened for our listeners, but not for us yet. Right. So, so don't ruin it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I found a fun little list that talks about, it's, it's entitled 14 different New Year's traditions from around the world. Okay. And this comes to us from a website called afar.com. Nice. Yeah. So it says, I don't know if there's any particular order, probably not. But anyway, it says number one. Um, this is not for any particular country. It just says various countries, but it's eating lucky foods. Okay. So it says, uh, throughout the world, New Year's Eve is celebrated with a meal in the company of friends and family. In okay. some places, this means eating specific, quote, lucky foods. Hmm. In Spain, Portugal, and much of Latin America, such as Colombia, for example, it's 12 grapes or raisins. And in Italy... 12 spoonfuls of lentils. That's really hard to say. 12 hmm. spoonfuls of lentils. Hmm. 
one with each of the 12 chimes of the clock at midnight. Um, the French usher in the best new year with a stack of pancakes. Germans prefer marzipan shaped into pig shaped into a pig for luck. <laughs> Whereas the Netherlands people eat donuts and ring shaped food. That's an eighth of a marzipan shaped like Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Estonians, uh, Estonia. You remember who's from Estonia? Uh, Link. That's right, Link. Yeah. <laughs> Estonians feast as many as seven, nine, or even twelve times on New Year's Eve, as they believe yeah. for each meal consumed, the person gains the strength of that. Come oh on. The website's going all over the place. <laughs> gains the strength of that many men the following year. Oh, that makes sense now because you have like your basic food groups, as we learned from the weasel. <laughs> Look at what we have here. Dairy group. Milk duds. You hide these under your pillow, bro, so your mom doesn't find me. If she does, you're twig, buddy. You keep on cruising. Fruit group. Sweet tarts. These are killer, buddy. So citrusy, dude, you'll freak. Keep on cruising. Uh huh. Hi, this is the vegetable group. Vegetable group. Oh, nuts. Oh, put them on a pedestal, bro. Look at that. Yeah. Does it kill, huh? Meat group. <laughs> Across the U.S. South, communities dig into collard greens and black eyed peas for luck and prosperity on New Year's Day. Fun fact collard greens are chosen for their color. The green symbolizes money. Mm. All right. Moving on. Number two in Scotland, Reading of the House and Auld Lang Sign. <clears throat> in Scotland, Hogmanay is an end of year New Year's <laughs> Eve party that starts on December 30th and ends on New Year's Day. So there it's not hog money, it's Hogmanay. <laughs> Hogmanay. <laughs> there are many variations of Hogmanay celebrations throughout the country, but the most common tradition is that of first footing, which involves being the first to visit friends and neighbors, often with a symbolic gift in hand. Okay. People gather and sing Auld Lang Syne, which is sung around the world over, but it originated it originated in Scotland. Okay. As the clock strikes midnight, but one of the most important New Year's Eve traditions is the reading of the house. This is essentially a deep clean around your home, from cabinets to the front door. One spot that focuses on is the fireplace. And all old ashes are cleaned out so everyone in the house can start the year off fresh. Hmm, so they nice. clean their ashes. <laughs> <laughs> clean their ash off. <clears throat> Number three is Philippines. Wearing polka dots and eating round fruits. So, to ensure a happy new year, the Filipino community believes that wearing round shapes, such as polka dots, promotes prosperity and good luck. Additionally, it's common eating round fruits, like oranges, watermelon, longan, whatever that is, grapes, and... <laughs> Pomelos, I don't know what that okay. is either, are considered for, fortuitous, fortuitous, what am I saying? Fortu brings fortune. <laughs> <laughs> another, another fun one for the kids, jump as high as you can as soon as midnight hits. <laughs> what? Some people believe that it will help them grow taller in the new year. Okay. <laughs> Number four is Brazil. Wearing white while jumping into the ocean. 
So wearing white on New Year's Eve has Especially long... with no bra on. That's really important. That is super important. <laughs> that's very important, yeah. Yeah. When wearing white on New Year's Eve has long been a tradition with roots in Africa. In Brazil, the Festa de la Mania takes place on this night to celebrate the goddess of the sea. Hmm. The culmination of the event is when everyone dressed in white runs into the water right at midnight to jump over seven waves. Each wave and jump signifies a different request the swimmer is making to a different god. Okay. Consider them New Year's Eve resolutions or hopes or of sorts. Yeah, I like, like to be there for that. That'd be cool. Yeah, right? Just want to watch. I yeah. want to do it. Oh. <laughs> Number five, Mexico. Here's one we can really get behind, it says. In Mexico, there's one tradition people participate in on New Year's Eve to help ring in a new year filled with travel and new experiences. In several Latin American countries, people will walk around with empty suitcase or settle in the middle of a room and stroll it around. Others go further and take a full lap around the block with their empty luggage. And that's it. <laughs> that is it. Oh, is it? Oh. I thought you were going to say they fill it with money or something. Right. I don't. Well, here's one we can really get behind, and that's the one yeah, right. that the website chose Sounds to Sounds like get you're getting in front of it. <laughs> get it? Because you're pulling a suitcase. Right, right. Never mind. That makes no sense, but okay. Number six, Cuba. In Cuba, people symbolically gather all of the bad spirits and negativity and negative energy from the past 365 days and toss them right out the front door. It's not uncommon to see bucket buckets full of dirty water flying out of homes during the countdown to midnight. Hmm. Watch out if you find yourself strolling through a Cuban neighborhood on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Greece. Is the word. <laughs> <laughs> a Greek custom that roughly translates to good foot. Aims to okay. bring luck at the start of the year. Bring the holidays, households will hang pomegranates, thought to be a sign of luck, prosperity, and fertility from their door. Then on New Year's Eve, just before midnight, everyone will shut off the lights and leave the house so they can send a lucky individual to be the first to re-enter the house right foot first. When done correctly... Nothing happens. No. When done correctly, it brings the family good fortune for the year. Afterward, a second person will take the pomegranate in their right hand and smash it against the door. To see just how much luck, the more juicy seeds that spill out, the more luck the new year will bring. Interesting. That's okay. fun. I guess. Did you say you want to hear one about Germany, Jimmy? Duh. <laughs> Number nine is Germany. In much of German-speaking Europe, as well as Finland, Bulgaria, Czechia, and Turkey, it's customary to heat small pieces of lead. What? <laughs> then, then cast them into cold water and make a prediction for the new year based on the shape that forms. Hmm. I guess it's kind of like reading like tea leaves, I guess. What do you think of your Bulgarian dork bud now? Hmm? <laughs> You're talking about a German guy? No, it's from it's from a Sino man. Oh, damn. <laughs> For example, if a ball forms, luck will roll your way. See how they did that? <laughs> I get it. These kids, these kids, wow. 
These days, kits throughout German-speaking countries include tin rather than lead figurines to melt. Russia, you say? Okay. Number 10, <laughs> Russia. Russians say thank you to the past year by remembering its most important events during the hours leading up to midnight. And they use 12 seconds of silence before the stroke of midnight to make wishes. Okay. Number 11 is Spain. España. España. In the Catalonia region of northern Spain, a special character appears in the last day of the year. La, la homie. <laughs> Nasos. That was your nickname in high school. La homie. <laughs> la homie del, not del Nasos. I don't know. Or the man with many noses. <laughs> Has as many noses as there are days left in the year. Well, oh. that makes sense because it's just a guy with one nose. And this is New Year's Eve, right? So could anybody? <laughs> could, just, okay, whatever. And he grants wishes if he can find him. <laughs> yeah, because he's got as many noses on his face as days. So we're looking for a guy with one nose is what you're saying. <laughs> so what yeah. happens to him on New Year's Day? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pockmarked with noses. I guess. According to the Spanish tradition, children are encouraged to look for him. I feel like it's just busy work to get them away. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to go find the guy with all these noses on his face. Yep. <laughs> Rarely realizing that on the last day of the year, he only has one nose left. Oh, he has one nose left and therefore hard to spot. Okay. So, all right. So, they, they, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, Denmark, you say? Okay. Sure. At midnight, Danes will jump off a chair or sofa. <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally jumping into the new year. It's seen as good luck if you do and bad luck if you don't. So be sure to take the leap if you ever ring in the new year in Denmark. Okay. Do you think <laughs> do you think that's what Lars Ulrich does? <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of weird. <laughs> He's from Denmark, right? I don't know. He's Danish. Anyway. He's a Third. Dane. Well, he's Danish. <laughs> yeah. He's Irish. Yeah. Speaking of that, Ireland. Don't so, you know? <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. Um, we, we have some, uh, some, a buddy in Ireland. Don't you know? <laughs> no. The Irish have several <laughs> New Year's traditions and, you know, maybe Ben can like, you know, confirm this. Yeah, Ben, you got to call bullshit on it if it's not true. So they have several New Year's traditions, such as banging the outside walls of their houses with bread to keep away bad luck and evil spirits and starting the New Year with a spotless, freshly cleaned home. But okay. one of the most well-known is setting an additional plate at the dinner table for any loved ones lost in the prior year. Weird. Okay. Hmm. And uh, let's see, 14. Did they ever, did they ever find him? <laughs> did they even try looking? I feel like yeah, they just really. spend time throwing bread against a wall. So. You got to <laughs> you gotta get out there and find your fucking dog. <laughs> you just look around like you're houring you up. Number <laughs> uh, 14 is Italy and Spain. Italians. Yeah. <laughs> Italians and Spaniards both wear red underwear for luck. 
Hmm. However, Spaniards insist the underwear must also be new to be lucky. Italians, however, okay. they don't give a fuck. They'll wear that shit for. <laughs> no, it says Italians, however, take things a step further. They often throw old items out the window to symbolize the coming of new things with the new year. Okay. And I thought this thing said 14. It does say 14, but I guess they did. They can't count. So there's a 15th mm. one. And 15 one is Japan. Okay. Japan's New Year's traditions have a wholesome focus. Uh, Shogatsu is usually celebrated with a visit to the local temple to exchange last year's lucky charms. They have lucky charms in Japan. Oh, that's that's cool. cool. Don't always have to be lucky charms. (laughs) Yeah. So they just grab a box of cereal and they're like, okay, I want to exchange this for Japan or Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Afterward, people will feast. Yeah, feast on lucky charms. Uh, on traditional New Year's foods, such as prawns, and believed to bring long life, <laughs> and herring roe to boost fertility. Okay. And that's all on my list. So, what I find interesting is, like, I, I bet you, I don't know if any of our listeners are from these countries or familiar with these countries, right. but I feel like if anybody's from these, they'd be like, what the fuck? We do not, not even nothing. That's not even close to anything we do in New Year's. Like, where the fuck do you get this list? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like- yeah, if anybody thinks that way, like, please say something. Like, because yeah. otherwise we're gonna sound racist as fuck. Just <laughs> <laughs> that, but I've seen like, um, like there's this one Irish chick that I watch that talks Don't a lot about know. America. <laughs> talks a lot about America and stuff like that, and she'll be like. American traditions, and she'll talk about it. She's like, Oh, is this a blonde hair chick? No, she's kind of, she's blonde ish. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like super cute, and I don't know. I think she's cute. She's kind of reddish blonde. I think I know who you're talking about. She had been to Florida a couple times. She went to California, met a cop. <clears throat> I'm not sure, but um, her name is Diane, I think. Yeah, I know um, you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. She reminds me of Andrea a lot for some reason. I mean, okay. not because of the reddish hair, but just out of the way she, I don't know. She had told a story one time, not Andrea, but uh, the girl you're talking about. Uh, She had told a story one time where she um, um, had, she wanted the audition for Game of Thrones um, and they wanted to see her naked. So she had to like get naked for, she didn't get cast, but she said she felt really humiliated. What? Yeah. Yeah, Can you copy that tape somewhere? I don't have it. You'd have to talk to her. Okay. But anyway, she's done lists and stuff talking about American customs or traditions. And right. and I several of me are like, what? The, I've never heard of that ever. And then people right. are in the comments are like that. I don't know where they're getting the information from, but it is yeah. wrong. She like, went, uh, she came out of the States one time and, and actually fired like a machine gun. <laughs> she said over in Europe, it, the rumors that every American is into guns. So she actually went and fired one to see what it was like. She said it was kind of scary, but it was kind of neat at the same time. She could see how people would be fascinated by it. <laughs> and for those of you out there that aren't from the United States, not every American is into guns. It's not. There's a lot of Americans that are very, very, very anti-gun. I would say there's more anti-gun people here than are pro-gun people. So, yeah. So anyway, so that's my list of New Year's traditions from around that's- the world. That's nice. That's nice. It's just cinches. Yeah. All right. So you ready to get back into this? Sure. All right. So when we left off, Mr. Wilson's old and frail uncle Ned has come for a visit. Mm. But this new uncle Ned is all about fitness and thinks that all men should be into fitness and forces them on an exercise regimen. 
Hmm. After the first day, Henry and Mr. Wilson are too exhausted to carry on and are having trouble keeping up with an elderly man. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I bet Alice and uh, what's her face ain't? Martha. Hell yeah, Martha and Alice ain't having trouble at all keeping up with that old man. Yeah. It's his plan the whole time. Like, oh, you two are exhausted. Go to sleep. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. hang out with Mar- um, with Martha. Yeah. Yeah, just you didn't know you just no 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 stay here and sleep. Yeah, we're gonna go hang out with them. I mean, we're gonna hang out with each other. <laughs> Scene 13. Later that day, Henry comes home from work. He no shit says the line, honey, I'm home. <laughs> and Alice is like Johnny on the spot with that shit and walks down the stairs to greet her husband with a kiss. Mm. Alice says, Oh, did you have a hard day? You look tired. As Henry puts down his briefcase, he adds, and stiff and sore. I don't know how that old man did it, but even my ears are sore. As Henry takes a seat at his desk, Alice says, Bitch, please, I heard you slept on the grass. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, though. He do be doing that. (laughs) Oh, it's just because you're so unaccustomed to exercising. And old. Just then, Mr. Wilson pops over to the open window, peeks in and says, Come on, Mitchell, we're waiting for you. Henry looks over at the window and says, hello, Mr. Wilson. What for? Mr. Wilson says, to work out with Uncle Ned, you lucky creature. (laughs) (laughs) Henry laughs like he has a choice and says, oh, no, you don't. I'm still stiff from this morning. Mr. Wilson says, well, you know, you're supposed to seek medical attention after four hours. (laughs) Walking around picking up tables and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Knocking over, (laughs) knocking over like... Figurines and fucking like, like uh, no, no, let's play wiffle ball. Come on, <laughs> now, Mr. Wilson says, I know, but according to Uncle Ned, he has just the thing to limber us up. Then <laughs> 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 <That> point- <laughs> 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 Then points to Uncle Ned's crotch. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, Just Uncle Ned. Then, okay. Just then, Dennis pops up at the window beside Mr. Wilson and says, Wait until you see it, Dad. <laughs> Uncle Ned rented a whole bunch of stuff and made Mr. Wilson's backyard into a regular gymnasium. Henry, keeping his foot firmly planted on the ground, says, Dennis, I wouldn't care if Mr. Wilson's yard was made of mink lined with foam rubber. I have no intention. Mr. Wilson cuts that shit off and says, oh, it's no use, Mitchell. No, I'm afraid we're stuck with this awful month-long physical fitness program until death do us part. Ooh, Ooh, shit, that's bad. Yeah. Henry says, Mr. Wilson, I don't understand this we. Mr. Wilson says, oh, you will, Mitchell. You will. Mr. Wilson backs away from the window. Henry, <laughs> sorry, I said the visual of him grabbing a hose and just spraying Mr. Wilson. Okay, that's enough of you. Yeah. <laughs> Henry turns to his wife and asks, what does he mean? You will, you will. Alice, with her hands behind her back, says, Henry, how many times during our marriage have I put my foot down? Henry says, well, like four times, but, you know, I said... <laughs> Mr. Wilson's uncle. Mr. Wilson's <laughs> uncle. <laughs> now, Henry says, only when we're dancing, dear. Alice, or should I say Judas, mm-hmm. crosses her arms and says, Henry, 
Mrs. Wilson and I had a very interesting talk with Uncle oh, Ned. Shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what we're just talking about. I know. And according to all available statistics, American men do not get enough physical exercise as they get older. Mm. I don't know what she's talking about, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Henry, all out of fucks to give, simply says, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. You don't say. <laughs> Alice, who gives plenty of fucks, says, I do say. And she wants to keep giving them. You catch what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) And I, for one, have no desire to be a young widow. Henry says, well, dear, you'll be happy to know that your troubles are over because I have no intentions of going over there and killing myself with these fucked up exercises. Exactly. Alice, not thinking that was funny, sighs and says, Henry, Mrs. Wilson and I have agreed that Henry shuts that shit down quick and says, Alice... (laughs) You might as well save your breath. I'm not partaking of Uncle Ned's joy of living, kiss of death, physical fitness program, and that is fucking that. Boom. Then he, then he zipped his dick back in his pants. Exactly. She didn't, she didn't even kiss him on the mouth. Did you notice that? She kissed him on the fucking cheek. I did notice that. I did. The fuck kind of shit is that? Because he's out of shape. He's like getting shaped. Yeah, we'll see so, where yeah. my fucking kisses land. Either that or he's got some fucking halitosis. Yeah, or get in um, shape and see where my fucking mouth lands. Hmm. You'll see. <laughs> so Henry was like, pop quiz, who has a dick? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Allison, I said, she, no, 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 pop quiz, who's got a dick? <laughs> Come on, you three sentence answer, who's got a who dick? Can, who can vote? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know when women's suffrage happened, but... <laughs> Uh, well, it's a good thing that she that doing dishes meets the requirement number of calories to burn per day. So yeah, just saying. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Especially seeing that hardly any of them get dirtied all day. So, yeah, that's okay. Whatever. <laughs> no, because he's at work and Dennis is at school. I'm assuming. So yeah. So anyways, I've been cleaning the house all day. Yeah, after you, like nobody else is here. You, you clean, clean the, the house all- every day. Like how dirty does it get? <laughs> It's just you here. You're the only one here. (laughs) (laughs) Scene 14. We quickly cut to Mr. Wilson's backyard where we see all kinds of physical equipment obstacles set up. We see Henry hanging upside down from a pair of rings as he spins around in circles. (laughs) (laughs) This is is funnier than they acted, but keep going. Henry's like, look, I'm Spider-Man. Don't kiss me. As he (laughs) spins. Dennis, come here. No, don't be your mom. <laughs> Get the hose. It's squirt her shirt. And then she comes over and says, uh, As he spins around in circles, Dennis counts them off 23, 24, 25, 26. Boy! Dennis runs over to Ned and says, Dad's been around 26 times. <laughs> As Mr. Wilson helps Henry down, Ned says, no, boy, no. Dennis then runs off. Do you know why I'm laughing so hard at this? Why? Because, I don't know, the joke is, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but, but 
Henry's like hanging upside down from these rings. Right. <laughs> and Dennis is counting how many times he spins around. Right. And he's like, wow, you must be in shape. <laughs> and then like, like that's not the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hang upside down and spin. Like that's not right, the exercise. Right. But I just found it funny is this what Dennis wanted to count and was like, wow, he did 26. Well, see, they didn't make that very clear because I even brought that up. I'm like, how is this an exercise? <laughs> he's just hanging, he's spinning upside down. That's not an exercise. It's not. It's not what was supposed to happen, which we'll see when, go ahead, when you continue. Ned walks over to Henry, who is exhausted. Ned says, how you ever got yourself into that is beyond me. Very awkward and not very well done. Now, I want you to follow me over there to the parallel bars. <laughs> Mr. Wilson <laughs> oh, That was so Mr. funny Mr. Wilson now helps Henry walk over to the bars Once there, Ned says Now men I want you to stand right there And I want you to watch closely Because my stunt double Is now going to show you <laughs> What I expect of you and I expect you to be able to do What at once completed my course One month from today <laughs> Ned then jumps up onto the parallel bars and performs some fancy moves. Dennis's friends watch from the other side of the fence. Tommy says, wow, it's just like the circus. <laughs> As Ned continues to perform fancy moves on the bars, he stops in an upside down position and says, I hope you're observing. As he continues, Mr. Wilson looks at Henry and whispers, show off. <laughs> After Ned sticks the landing, he walks over to the men and says, all right, boys. Henry says, well, you certainly don't expect us to do that. Ned says, I certainly do. And within a month, it's going to take a lot of work. Now, Henry, right over here. I want you to get up here on these bars and walk. Walk down the bars all the way to the end. Henry, not getting it, asks, with my feet? <laughs> Ned sighs and says, no, 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 no. It's a stiff arm job. You know, like the ones you get from the, in Korea during the war. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, Tech? I don't know what you're talking no? about. Okay. Ned goes on. You get up here, stiff arm, and then you waddle. You waddle one, two, one, two, all the way down to the end. Henry says, if it was that stiff, I would waddle. <laughs> no. <Hi> oh, <laughs> Henry jumps up on the bars and waddles all the way down with a stiff arm job. <laughs> After he hops back down with a smile, Ned says, well, now, George, Mr. Wilson says, oh, you must be kidding, Uncle Ned. Ned just simply pats on his belly, wide eyed. Now, Mr. Wilson hops up on the bars and does his stiff arm job. <laughs> At the end, Mr. Wilson falls off. Henry catches him. Ned says, there you are, George. You see that didn't kill you. That's something only a cerebral hemorrhage can do. Jesus, Jimmy. Yeah, because he, he has one. That's right. right. Yeah. Right. Mr. Wilson says, <laughs> no, but I feel like collecting my hospitalization insurance. Or my life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's bad. <laughs> Ned, <laughs> Ned, ready to continue, says, all right, gentlemen, over here now, please. Mr. Wilson, who is still being propped up by Henry, asks, you mean there's more? Uncle Ned just looks at Mr. Wilson and says, George. Mr. Wilson then lets out a huge sigh. While still watching, one of Dennis's friends asks, what are they going to do now? 
Tommy says, I don't know. Maybe they're going to shoot Mr. Wilson out of a cannon. The kids all watch with excitement. <laughs> Sorry, my note was just, it was so funny how Dennis was counting how many times his dad was spinning around. Because yeah. <laughs> that's not the exercise. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> and just like the way Uncle Ned was like, how the, I don't even know how the fuck you, you got like that. Like, would you? <laughs> That's embarrassing. Like, how did you even do that? <laughs> why, when when Ned was up on the parallel bars, yeah. why was Mr. Wilson and Henry standing there arm in arm with each other? Like, they had their arms around each other. <laughs> because, like, um, Mr. Wilson had just helped Henry off of spinning upside down and was had to hold him up and walk him over to the parallel bars. So mm-hmm. he was still kind of help, helping him stand up. Uh, seems kind of weird. That's like shaking somebody's hand and holding on for like five extra seconds. It just doesn't make sense to me. But um, it's strange how they didn't use the wide shot that they used on Henry with Mr. Wilson. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's odd. It's almost like he, I don't know, may have been walking on something and not really doing that. That's strange. <laughs> right. <laughs> Scene uh, 15. As Ned walks them over to a small pool, he takes a stick and pulls a rope that's hanging over the pool. He pulls it closer and says, now, it's easy to see that you need a lot of training. So we're going to toughen up. We're going in for some arm exercises now. Since, you know, you hadn't done any arm exercises yet with the push-ups and the stiff arm job (laughs) over the bars. (laughs) The idea is with the rope. You take the rope, get up on the platform, and then you swing. <laughs> and he's like, with my feet? <laughs> he hands the rope to Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson takes the rope and steps up on the platform. Now he continues with instructions. You understand? You swing right across the pool. After thinking about it for a second, Mr. Wilson says, uh, after you, Mitchell. Mr. Wilson hands Henry the rope and steps away. Henry steps up to the platform, holds the rope, and then swings across with no problems. Mm. Ned says, very good, Henry. Very good. Bad landing, though. Remember, always on the toes. Ned swings the rope back across the pool over to Mr. Wilson. Ned says, all right, George, back to you. Just as he's about to swing across, Dennis comes running in through the gate and says, Mr. Wilson, wait a minute. (laughs) Mr. Wilson says, oh, don't bother me, Dennis. Ned says, now, George, swing up. Just before he swings, three more of Dennis's friends pop up from the other side of the fence to watch. Mr. Wilson now attempts to swing, but stops halfway across and now fumbles to try and stay above the water in the pool. Mm. As he spins around on the rope, he notices all the kids watching. He asks, what are you kids doing here? One of the youngest kids says, waiting for you to fall in. Dennis says, hang on, Mr. Wilson, I'll get a pole. Mr. Wilson in a panic shouts, no, no, Dennis, no, and then falls into the pool. Ah. The kids all laugh. Tommy (laughs) says, I told you he'd never make it. Henry asks, Dennis, what are all these kids doing here? Dennis says, oh, it's all right, Dad. I sold them tickets. Tuckets. <laughs> there was like an L in there somewhere. Tuckets. The kids all show their tickets. Mr. Wilson, still in the pool, shouts, Oh, tickets. Great, Scott. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Every time every time they they swung across, I, I in my head in my head I could hear the pitfall sound. <laughs> like da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> um, 
why the fuck would you write this episode for an actor that couldn't do it? Well, that's why you get stunt people. Yeah, but um, you could have easily changed it and had it been Henry and Dennis. You know what I mean? It could have been really easy to. Ch- why would you have an, like write it for an actor that we're going to have you fucking levitate? Like why? Like what the fuck's the point? You can't, can't do that. Like I don't you know. understand that most scripts are written for people who can't do things. Really? You know, like Doc Brown didn't really go back in time. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> if uh, if Mr. Wilson had spent as much energy in working out as he did in overacting, like he would have gotten all this shit down in no time. <laughs> That's you probably you're not wrong there. There you go. So I came up with my own conspiracy here. Okay. So <clears throat> in this scene, mm-hmm. Dennis is going around the neighborhood getting kids to come watch Mr. Wilson attempt this obstacle course. Okay. He knows he's going to fail. Okay. And fall. Mm-hmm. He had to have mentioned that as a sales pitch to the kids. He even smiled just before Mr. Wilson swung across the pool and pointed for the kids to watch. I don't know if you noticed that, but it was very subtle. Okay. <clears throat> Next, Dennis pretends to be helpful by saying, nay, shouting <laughs> that he'll get a pull to, quote, help. Okay. Of course, Dennis knows Mr. Wilson and knows this will make him panic and fall. This is the plan the whole time with Dennis, isn't it? Okay, probably. Dennis makes it appear that he's innocently making mistakes or has good intentions when he messes up on, quote, accident. But that little fuck is evil (laughs) and is making money at the expense of Mr. Wilson. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. They should play. They should have played that up more. But in the time period, they probably couldn't. Like, okay, this show's about a little asshole that fucking terrorizes the next door neighbor. Well, we can't do that because they can't even be in the same bed together. We can't even show a toilet. And I doubt that we'll be able to show a little asshole kid terrorizing his neighbor. Right. right but it's going to be all, it, he's going to do it with his eyes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like he just says, Mr. Wilson's about to go. He, he goes, hey, wait, Mr. Wilson. Yeah. He's like, no, hold son, shut up. I'm trying Don't to fall. do this thing. <laughs> and then just as about to go, Dennis No Shit smiles and looks up at his friends and points, watch this shit. And he's going to fuck up. And then he's like, oh, my God, I'll get a pole and help Mr. Wilson. Oh, my God, are you okay? Are you about to fall? Wow. Oh, my God, I'm so scared for you. But it also says like, something to, to how stupid these kids are. Because they're like, okay, you want to see something awesome? Okay, but you got to give me tickets. Okay, well, what is it? Mr. Mr. Wilson is going to be working out in his backyard and he's going to fall. <laughs> right, but why would I have to give you tickets? <laughs> like, I, I why couldn't look. I just go look over the fence myself without having to pay you? Like, so. Yeah. It's true. Um, he wasn't like, hey, I'm going to sell tickets to watch my dad and Mr. Wilson run an obstacle course in the backyard. No. It's hey, you want to watch Mr. Wilson fucking fall because it, it didn't look like the kids were in Dennis's backyard. It looked like they were along some back fence. So that's public property, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Like, why wouldn't they just be able to go there on their own? Like, if I'm not fucking paying you for what? It's not like we're gonna get drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably didn't have a permit either. Exactly. Hmm. Dennis is like on a fine line with the law, man. He is. He, I guarantee. If you were to go up in his room, 
Mm-hmm. No, no fucking like label on that mattress. I fucking guarantee it. You know what else I bet he probably did too? He probably held a raffle. Yeah, probably. I, I, I heard, I haven't seen this, but I heard in one episode that they showed Dennis like getting a bowl of cereal. Yeah. He puts the milk in first. I just, I'm just, I know it's fucked up. He puts the milk in first. That's serial killer behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah. Pete. Yeah. I mean, why don't you just heat up your Coke while you're at it? Hmm. Ew. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, mm. see, now that we've thoroughly disturbed everybody. Right. Uh, scene 16 later a cupcake sits on the coffee table with two candles in it alice is like henry get off the coffee table (laughs) (laughs) so stupid (laughs) alice says blow the candles out mr wilson and henry both blow the candles out henry looks up to alice and mrs wilson and asks what's that all about mrs wilson says it's an anniversary mr wilson asks who's Alice says to the both of them, yours. It's exactly two weeks ago today you started exercising. Hmm. The two men chuckle at each other. Henry says, just think of it, Mr. Wilson. In only 14 days, we've become complete physical wrecks. Hmm. Mrs. Wilson chuckles and says, oh, no, you haven't. Alice says, come on, Mrs. Wilson. Let's get some more coffee because that's a two woman job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in case I get lost or I get confused. <laughs> After the women folk Maybe leave, we should bring a man with us? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> we'll write the instructions down. <laughs> After the women folk leave, Mr. Wilson leans into Henry and says, you know, Mitchell, we've got to find some way of convincing that muscle-bound old dictator Ooh, shit. that we're in good enough shape to quit. Mm. Then he like sticks his tongue in his cheek and he goes like this. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Henry <laughs> lights up and says, I'm with you, Mr. Wilson. But the question is, how? Mr. Wilson crosses his arms and says, well, now let's see. <laughs> then he sticks his tongue in his cheek. No. <laughs> After thinking for a second, Mr. Wilson says, I've got it. We'll beat him at some athletic endeavor. Henry says, athletic endeavor? So I thought it was stupid the way he said that. <laughs> Mr. Wilson says, weightlifting. You know those phony barbells down at Murphy's Magic and Trick Shop? They're made of lightweight balsa wood, and you can hardly tell them from the real thing. Henry, with some sort of a conscience, says, well, that's hardly playing the game, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, now feeling like shit, backpedals and says, oh, <laughs> well, no, nah, that, that was just an idea. I was just kidding. I, was, I, guess. I was just curious. I mean, unless you want to do that. I, I got you saying. with your mouth open. I got you. <laughs> Henry now stands up and begins to lift imaginary weights over his head. Mr. Wilson asks, what are you doing, Mitchell? Henry says, I'm just practicing in case those fake barbells of yours are heavier than you think they are. Mm. The two men then do an evil laugh and rub their hands together like old timey villains. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Okay. They are some bad boys. They are. Sneaky, They're sneaky. Gangsta- Wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, I got yeah. my wallet. Just make sure. Okay, good, good. Not to be mean, but it looks like Alice might be like a little bit bigger than Henry. 
So why are they like criticizing Henry and Mr. Wilson? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently the dishes and the vacuum is enough workout for women hmm. folk. Okay. And this is a bit of a Jimmyism, but, but stay with me on this one. Okay. Certain faces that Mr. Wilson makes. He reminds me of one of the little girls from Billy Madison. What little girl from Billy Madison? The one from the spelling bee scene. Okay. Where she gets the letter wrong and he's like, no. Right. Yeah. Like if you, if you Google that, the spelling bee girl from Billy Madison, it, it, <laughs> he, the faces he makes, about. he looks like her. <laughs> yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I remember. Scene 17. The next day, Uncle Ned is out back and jumping rope. He's really doing that shit too. Yeah, he, he was impressed. doing it for a long time too. <laughs> Behind him, Mr. Wilson and Henry walk up carrying the fake barbell in one hand. Henry whispers, something tells me this isn't going to work, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson says, now Mitchell, you just leave everything to me. <laughs> the two men sneakily place the fake barbell down on the ground and walk up to Ned. Mr. Wilson says, good afternoon, Uncle Ned. Ned stops jumping rope and says, oh man, man. Why, just in time for our afternoon workout, I see. Mr. Wilson says, well, Mitchell and I thought we'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Ned says, oh, George, how thoughtful. Henry, I'm touched. I'm really touched. <laughs> Mr. Wilson goes on. Oh, and Uncle Ned, secretly, we've been practicing weightlifting. Oh, shit. Ned says, oh, George, no, 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 no. I thought maybe beginning next week you might. Oh, very bad, very bad. Mm. Henry chimes in and says, Uncle Ned, if Mr. Wilson and I could lift the barbells as often as you, do you think we'd be in pretty good shape? Ned says, oh, I'd say you were definitely in superior shape. Mr. Wilson asks, you mean then we wouldn't have to complete your physical fitness course. Ned says, I think I'd be very glad to add that you two have accomplished the aim of my joy of living program more than adequately. Hmm. Mr. Will, <clears throat> I mean, it just means yes. All that. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wilson, get a fucking certificate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Mr. Wilson and Henry smile at that. Mr. Wilson says, well, Uncle Ned, tell me, how many times can you consecutively lift the barbells? Ned smiles and proudly boasts, oh, I've done as many as six. Henry clears his throat and says, um, Mr. Wilson, you go first. Hmm. Yeah, uh, kudos to him for actually doing it and for doing it that long. That's pretty good. Um, Do you mean the jump rope? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's cool. But also, I bet that that is in no way... The same dumbbell from the beginning scene, only unwrapped. Jimmy, no. Nah, I'm, I'm, I think it's different. Because Didn't it, you well, see it cause, earlier? Yeah, because the one in the beginning was heavier. to pick it up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's there's no way it's the same one. Right. They're totally different ones. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> scene 18. Ready for the performance? Mr. Mm. Wilson steps behind the fake barbells and lifts the bar, but pretends they're heavier than they are. I felt like I was just rapping. He brings up, he brings up the bar to his chest. <laughs> I say some stupid shit sometimes, and the lack of reaction is what makes me laugh sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, I had my mic muted. And that was, I actually, I think I said something, but my mic is muted. Uh, because half the time, like it's not that I think myself is funny. It's just the lack of reaction when I say ignorant, stupid shit. It, that's what makes me laugh. Um, 
He Good brings up know. the bar to his chest and then lifts it over his head. He lifts his chest up over his head. Oh my God. <laughs> Henry, Henry counts one. Mr. Wilson continues to lift up and down over his head. Henry counts two, three, four, five, six. One more, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson puts on a great show and pretends it's a struggle. He lifts one more time for seven. Mm. He sets the bar down on the ground with a loud thud. Mr. Wilson stands back up and dusts off his pants. In shock, Ned says, well, gentlemen, this is for the record. My eyes have seen it, but the rest, the rest of me simply refuses to believe it. (laughs) Henry just laughs. (laughs) Henry says, let me try next, Mr. Wilson. (laughs) <laughs> Let me try and well, yeah, you aren't. It's only you. You're the only one left. He doesn't like the attention, Mr. Wilson. No, you gotta see me do it now. Wait, do you see me do it? Save, save the enthusiasm, just just for a minute. <laughs> After Mr. You Wil- watching? You're not watching, Ned. You weren't as excited. After Mr. Mr. Wilson steps out of the way, Henry now steps behind the barbells. He bends down and lifts them up. He pretends to struggle, of course, to continue this this forge of stratagem. Oh shit! Hell yeah! (laughs) As he lifts, Henry counts off: one, two, three, four, five. Ned's eyes bulge out at the sight of the feet. He must have big feet. Mr. Wilson says. He's even practiced harder than I have. And he <laughs> continues six, seven. He plays. <laughs> it would have been funny if you just kept going to like 35. <laughs> <laughs> just with one hand. Uncle Ned, you're not watching that one hand, one hand this Mr. time. Mr. Wilson be like, why are you being such a dick? Because I can say no. He ain't my uncle. <laughs> he places the bar back down on the ground with a loud thud. Ned says, well. I'll certainly have to revise the estimated time for my fitness course. Seven. He looks at Mr. Wilson. You too. <laughs> I'm not sure even if these were real weights that they would qualify as a passing a physical fitness course yeah, exactly. just because they can lift some weight. I mean, I will agree it's a full body workout, but yeah, I agree with you. No. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to scratch the fact that you don't, you can't run a mile because you can lift a barbell above your head seven times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. I like the way they, they sold it. Like the actors, I mean, by slamming it on the ground. Cause that's one thing I was worried about. I was like, are yeah. they really going to like, but they fucking slammed that shit down. I was like, wow, they, <laughs> yeah. it has to have some way to it. Um, why would he try immediately to see how many, why wouldn't Ned, I mean, try immediately to see how many he could do. I would expect yeah. him to go, Oh shit. Well, let me try it with that. That one might be lighter. Let me try it with that one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because they're not like just be like, oh, I can do six. Okay. So we have to do a seven. Okay, cool. Well, at the <laughs> very least, I would expect them to say, no, what is that? No, you're going to use mine over here. Because how do you know they're the same weight? <laughs> or at least you can say, well, how much weight's on there? Let me look at it. Yeah. What I was kind of expecting them to do is <laughs> I was expecting like at some point to find out that Dennis had switched them somehow <laughs> and so like mr wilson gets up and now he's got to actually lift it seven times with real weight because <laughs> dennis like funny. yeah <clears throat> so he wants to take our advice never um, listen to us scene 19 hmm. just then dennis runs through the gate and yells hey everybody he then blows uncle ned 
<clears throat> Excuse me. I had hmm, that scratch in my throat again. Yeah, right. weird. He then blows Uncle Ned's whistle and announces, it's time for afternoon exercises. Ned excitedly says, Dennis, would you believe it that these two ugly ducklings have suddenly changed in the two Prince Charmings of my physical fitness course? Hmm. Mr. Wilson laughs and turns to Dennis. That means we've graduated, Dennis. Mr. Wilson turns to Henry and says, Mitchell. Why don't you bring your rocking chair over here and we'll celebrate this afternoon while playing a quiet game of checkers. <laughs> After all three men have walked away, Dennis looks down at the fake barbell and attempts to lift it up. He's surprised by his strength mm. and lifts it all the way over his head. With a big smile on his face, he shouts, Hey, Dad, Mr. Wilson, Uncle Ned, look how strong I am. <laughs> Henry shouts, Dennis, put that down. Dennis says, it's okay, Dad. See? Dennis lifts the bar up, up and down over his head as he says, these must be some kind of special lightweight barbells for little kids like me. <laughs> Ned jumps up and takes the barbell from Dennis. Dennis says, I got to get Tommy and the other kids. They've got to see this. Dennis then runs off. <laughs> as Ned tests the weight of the fake barbells, he laughs and says, bogus dumbbells, eh? Mm-hmm. Why, you sly rascals, oh, shit. Ned laughs a little and says, you motherfuckers. <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, you really put one over on Uncle Ned, didn't you? You did, didn't you? You know you <laughs> fucked up, right? You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wilson asks, well, then you're not angry? Ned says, angry? How could anyone be angry over such a clever deception as that? Mm. How could I? Tell me. Seriously, tell me how. You can think about it while you're doing 5,000 push-ups. <laughs> Mr. Wilson smiles as Henry says, well, then you won't tell the ladies about the clever deception? Ned says, oh, I won't tell them anything. But I'm going to tell you something. Oh, shit. <laughs> From now on, we're going to start our exercises at 5 o'clock in the morning instead of 6. Mm. Mr. Wilson and Henry have shocked looks on their faces. Ned goes on. Oh, you have no idea how stimulating it is to do deep knee bends in the moonlight. Mm. With no pants on. <laughs> well, that's the moonlight. Right yeah, that's the, the moon. Yeah. <laughs> right now, let's start with some of our good deep breathing now. Breathe deeply. Ready? In. The guy's not feeling too excited about this. Both take a deep breath in. Ned says, and out. They all exhale. Ned says, in. They all inhale. Then when Ned says, out, he begins to cough as Mr. Wilson pats him on the back. Mm, uh-oh. Hmm. Hmm. I don't get it. Why can't they just say, no, I don't want to? <laughs> well, they tried that. Yeah, well, they didn't, they didn't put their foot down like... I mean, it's funny how their wives can put their foot down, but the guys can't seem to. Yeah, and they even tried to do with their wife, but their wives turned on them. They're like, no, nope, you need to fucking do this. <laughs> and they even used like his kids against him. Oh, you wouldn't want your son to be ashamed of you, would you? <laughs> Are you hmm. going to tell your son you're a pussy or mine? <laughs> <laughs> One of us has got to do it. Someone's going to let that kid know something. It's like, hey, me and your dad have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think Ned knows the story of the ugly duckling. <laughs> 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 Would you believe these two ugly ducklings turned into Prince Charming? 
Right. Like, yeah, that's the not, duck was ugly because he didn't work out. <laughs> that's not the story. Like, Hans Christian Anderson. Didn't you go to that elementary school? Yeah, Hans I Christian did. Anderson. So you know all about the ugly duck. Hell yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> I figured you would. And I figured it'd be like a thesis in your last year there. Mm-mm. What's funny is our mascot was a dragon. Figure that one out. <laughs> so I figured you would easily quickly call bullshit on this. Like, that's not the story of the ugly duck. Exactly. He didn't turn into Prince Charming. Yeah. He was happy with who he was. So the way Ned was, would that be equivalent to cycling? You mean like from my Navy days? Yeah. See that me busting camp? out that terminology and shit. Wow, look at I you. remember that because you said it in one letter that you wrote way back when you're in basic training. <laughs> um, it's much harder than that, but yeah, hmm. like making them work out. Interesting. Yeah. Push-ups forever. Begin. Whatever, <laughs> two ever, three ever, four ever. I saw that happen in boot camp. Nice. And then because the guy was so clever, he was like, that's pretty good. Okay, you're done. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That was a good one. That was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what we did here? We had fun tonight. Remember, do love these shows. It's all about the good times and the last, Dad. And we would personally like to thank our producers from Patreon because without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. And of course, we're looking at you, Jenny and Jim. We, we see you. We're looking at you. And come this October... We're really going to be looking at you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. In the Windy City. We'll get <laughs> blown. <laughs> so, yeah. But we do thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So now we got to hand out some homework assignments. Mm-hmm. First one is check out the website at com. Do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Tell two friends about the show. And if you don't have two friends, go to the gym. And yeah, then find two people and tell them, and then quickly leave. Exactly, yeah. Send an email to the show and tell us how you like or dislike the show at Podcast at gmail.com. Let me say that again. Send an email to the show <laughs> and tell us how you like or dislike the show at Podcast at gmail.com. Just saying, guys. <laughs> join the Facebook group and join the conversations and all the fun at Brady Facebook group. If you would like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast and get access to the after hours, the after hours show that we do. It's unscripted. It's script free. It's intimate. Mm-hmm. It's relaxed. Preach. Som- sometimes it's pantless <laughs> and it's commercial free. And you heard a sample of it last week. Exactly. Um, Which actually, yeah, we forgot to mention too. We do also have like little, we do lists sometimes on their list Mm -hmm. of things. Like we'll do like, if the show came out in 84, let's say we'll do like top TV shows back in 1984. And, you know, so we, and we'll play little games every once in a while. You know, it's, we mix it up. It's not always just us talking. There's also times that we've gotten a lot more personal on there than we have on this. Just talking about things about ourselves that we wouldn't talk about on this, but we talk about other patrons because we feel like, you know, they're not going to go blab it. (laughs) That's right. And uh, you can also check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. Like, I don't know, like how we're feeling that day or the, or the latest selfie from tech. (laughs) Yeah. Go check out the retro network at the retro network.com. Check out our affiliate link at www.averybradypodcast.com slash shop. 
Check out our T Public store for more merch, and link is in the description of this and every episode. But most importantly, go check out Classic Iconic TV, and Jimmy here is going to tell us what to watch next. Jimmy? Yes? You know, I'm thinking, like, for the new year, I mean, I don't know. We can, we can probably, like, retire the randomizer. Are you really? You know I mean? like, thinking about just, retiring it? Oh, you, you, almost, you almost had me going there. Uh, <laughs> we should I just like play it. Like we should make it longer. Times. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I can play it again. I know. Okay. <laughs> Great. You just picked a different episode now. After entering all our data into the randomizer 3000, it will randomly pick the next episode <laughs> for us. <to> engage. <laughs> okay. We really do pick randomly. We really do like for real <laughs> on the next episode. We get, give me a break. What season season one, episode eight, Julie's rejection. You, you didn't sound too excited about that. On the episode, we get, give me a break. Well, give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. Season one, yes. episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> what, was the, what was the name of that one? Where is Julia's hot It's like dog Katie's jockstrap Katie? or something. <laughs> Thirst trap. Or well, Katie steals a jock or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but in this episode, Katie sponsors Julie for membership into the Silver Slippers tag. Oh, shit. Yeah. An exclusive club to which she belongs. Oh. Silver Slippers. Come on. <laughs> right. This show is available to stream on Tubi TV. All right. It's oh. been a long time since I've seen Give Me a Break. I used to watch it as a kid, and it's yeah. got a little Joey Lawrence in there. Whoa. Yeah, I don't think yeah, this right. episode has Joey Lawrence. If so, he hasn't came on yet like as far as i've gotten into it he hasn't come on oh, yet. okay so yep cool yeah. yeah that'll be fun that'll be fun give me a break now i don't want to take she definitely had that like nasally kind of folgers <laughs> coffee commercial sound you know juice so you're not you're not talking about what's his name something neville yeah aaron neville yeah, yeah. Aaron Neville is so funny. I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you always hear his voice like as a kid grew up until you finally see Aaron Neville. You're like, did he just get out of prison? <laughs> <laughs> the audio engineer is probably like, can you go check his mic connection? No, 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 no. That's his thing. No, just leave the mic alone. Like that's, I know it's not connected right, but just leave it alone. <laughs> so he just yeah. doesn't look like his voice, Aaron Neville. So. <laughs> So, yeah. so that'll be fun. That will be fun. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So if you, uh, unless you have some else, uh, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right. In that case, uh, you know, I've been Jimmy, and I've been Tack, and this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs> <laughs>